Well, I'm not sure I'm coming on because Brandon just told me that he doesn't have my normal intro in, and I'm a little upset about this. I'm Heidi Harris. You probably heard me before if you listen to Charlie James' show <laughs> Sorry, a lot. <sighs> really, Brandon? Is that, this is how it's going to be? This is how it's going? Sorry. No, I just want to know, is this how it's going to be? Because this reminds me of when I got my puppy, who's now six years old, when I first got him, and he was about three months old. He was out in the front yard, which is fenced, and I had some cottage cheese out there that I was sitting there at a table eating. Yeah. And I went in the house, and I thought, oh, I better go back out there and check because he's not trained not to try to grab that yet, right? Yeah. I go back outside. He's got his paws on the table, and I go, no. He goes, woof. I go, oh, this is how it's <laughs> going to be. let's see how it goes. <laughs> That's right. Oh, this is how it's going to be. I got it. Okay, you're going to talk back to me, and you're 11 weeks old. Got it. All right. There you go. Anyway, so it's going to be a long day. Just kidding. Always a privilege to be in for Charlie James. So happy Stacy's here today. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So the whole crew, I'm excited. It's really, you guys make it so easy and so much fun. And there's a lot to get to on this uh, President's Day. And uh, well, let's just, we'll just kick it off with this because Brandon and I were talking a little bit about this before the show started. Uh, I know it's been a week and a half since Super Bowl, but. Hey, hey, I'm just saying, can I give my hometown of Vegas some credit for putting on the world's greatest Super Bowl? And it was 125 million people watched it? 125.8 million people. It is a record for any Super Bowl to be watched. We know how to put on a party, baby. I'm telling you, we know how to. Do- no, I did not go. Like Except for the first half. Now, the first half was boring. Oh, it was boring, but we had the pomp and the circumstance and all that craziness. And I, I did a couple of videos, drove around, and I put them up on Rumble, Heidi Harris Show, if you're interested, driving around the stadium and just kind of giving people an example and an idea of what was going on as it was happening. This was the first time we've hosted one, of course. And uh, won't be the last, that's for sure. Oh, it will not be the last. No. You know, we've got that shiny new stadium that looks like a giant Roomba. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, w- it was great. You know, it was funny. Just to give you an example of what goes on in a place like Vegas, the last day of the, or the day after the Super Bowl, I guess it was, they process like 100,000 people passing through the airport. Holy moly. <laughs> but that's usually like a Thursday in Vegas. I mean, that's what they do. They That's the thing. They can handle huge crowds probably better than just about anybody. And uh, it was a great game, and it was a lot of fun, and I ate... I made poor dietary choices. I'm not going to lie. I had pizza, <laughs> and I had red vines. Oh, boy. I bet you went to the bathroom a lot after eating all them red vines. No, I, I didn't. I, they don't make me sick like that, but a lot of sh- they're not a food group. Let's start with that. Okay. So a lot of sugar, but oh, honestly. So, yeah, doesn't everybody make poor dietary decisions during Super Bowl chips? And some people drink. I didn't, uh, you know, beer or whatever. I mean, doesn't everyone do that? Gorge we themselves? had wings and lots and lots of wings. And even my girls had wings. So, and let me tell you, that's a rarity to have all three of them devour so Addison had four wings. Eastland had four. Holden, who is the little one, <clears throat> she had five. That's a rarity for Holden. Holden okay. is like a picky eater, and she takes forever to eat, and she just went and went to town on those wings like they were the best things that God has ever created. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, Holden's is two? Holden's three. Okay, I'm just trying to <laughs> Is that the best thing to hand a three-year-old as a wing? I, I would think it would be better to go with the chicken tenders because so wings are we awful cut, messy. We cut all the meat off of them, like off the bones. And oh, Cassie will it. cut it into like small pieces. And Holden, so, you know, all, my, all three of my girls are smarter than their age. Um, Addison, she's six, and she has the mentality of like a nine or ten-year-old. She's incredibly smart. She's the smartest actually in her entire school. Um, Eastland, she is four, but she functions on a, like a seven-year-old level. So she's pretty intellectually advanced as well. 
there are times that she shows her age, and there are times you're just like, who are you? And then also, Eastland has the eyes of a hawk, y'all. She can see things that it takes my wife and I forever to see. We're like, where did you see it? She's like, right there. And we're like, how did you see that 10 cars away? So it's interesting with Eastland. And then Holden, she's three, and um, she uh, she has, like, sometimes she'll show her age of three, but then there are times that she acts like she's five. And I'm like, good grief. Don't grow any faster, please. Yeah. I want you guys to stay young as long as possible. Right. Exactly. I understand that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, – I can get it. I absolutely do. Uh, by the way, let me mention, the text line is always open, 71307. 71307, Common Planning text line. Always open for your comments here as I, Heidi Harris, fill in for Charlie James. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to see him grow, that's for sure. All right, lots to get to regarding, obviously, the big primary coming up on Saturday. And in case you're interested in going to any Nikki Haley rallies, I know you're not, but I just thought I'd mention it. Uh, apparently, she's uh, going to be at the American Legion, or I guess she was this morning. Maybe she's still there. I don't know. Uh, this morning at the American Legion Post 15, that was in Sumter. And uh, in Camden, South Carolina, she's going to was well, going to be at the uh, historic Robert Mill Courthouse, 1 p.m. Uh, <laughs> And then tonight in Greer, hey, getting closer, in Greer, she's going to be at the Cannon Center in Greer, South Carolina. Is, is anyone going to go? Have you been Does to Greer before? Care? So the traffic is going to be a disaster when you go there. I promise you it will be just because Ooh. Greer is really up and coming. Yeah, well, yeah. Can, I, I don't know who's going to even show up. I mean, of course, Donald Trump, as you know, is doing a town hall, which, by the way, they moved to the upstate, as you know, also, yep. which is very cool because, you know, he's got a lot of support in the upstate. So that's great. And I can can, <laughs> can we just even ask why Nikki Haley's even in this race still? I have no idea. I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe she's just going to stay in the race until she uh, ultimately runs out of money. I mean, you know she's got to have to, she's going to have to be out of it. And even if, God forbid, something happened to Trump, we don't know what's going to happen with Trump. We don't know if he's going to be thrown in jail or anything like that. No one in the, I mean, when the upstate doesn't like Nikki Haley, when South Carolina in general doesn't like Nikki Haley, who's left? That's what you have to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. you're, you're so unpopular, even among your own people. How do you even have a prayer to be president? I, I, I don't know what her end game is. But then again, I don't understand a lot of politicians in general. They're a different breed of cat. And they will, I don't know, I think a lot of them stop listening to anybody from the outside. Because you got to remember, with politicians, here's what happens. They surround themselves with, I know this is a breaking piece of news, all right, so I'm going to say it slowly for the people in the back. They surround themselves with yes people. Nobody should do that. None of us. I mean, I don't have any yes people in my life. My husband, my mom, my friends will call me on my crap every single time. But you should not surround yourself with yes people. You've got to have people who will be around you, whether it's from a spiritual perspective or whatever else, who will call you on it. But I think that Nikki surrounds herself, like a lot of politicians do, with people who not only are yes people, telling you you're great, you're great, you're great, like the guy who sings off key at karaoke and his friends go, yes! That's like, awesome! Like I can't, s <laughs> yeah, and because they're tone deaf too. Uh, and yeah, you killed it. And you're like, oh, my gosh. But their friends are egging them on because they're all drunk and they're all tone deaf. So, yeah. So this is what politicians do. That's part of it. And then oh, you listen. A lot of people listen to their donors. And remember, the people who are donating to Nikki hate Trump. And the Trump haters, I mean, you know, they thought DeSantis was going to be the guy. I still think a lot of DeSantis. 
Turned out he wasn't the guy. Not right now. So I, I just haven't figured out what, what her lane is even in because the people who liked DeSantis liked him because he was a, you know, a conservative, a social conservative, which I am. A lot of people liked that. He was just but, a different breed, too. Well, he was, and I don't think this was his time. I think he should have waited until Trump uh, either ran again or, you know, was off the scene politically or something. I think that's what he should have done, in my particular opinion. But he didn't, and I think it's because he listened to a lot of people who gave him money, who said, now's your moment. You're the one who can get rid of Trump, and that's a problem. You can listen to people who tell you how great you are, and it can really I don't know, it can skew your perspective on what's happening with the field. And the field was not as clear as it should have been for him. And there's certain people he shouldn't be worried about, like Nikki Haley, obviously. But when it came to Trump, I mean, Trump's a different, he's a different thing, always has been. I remember talking to a very, very uh, popular, well, in, in the state of Nevada, a, a person who was a politically very, very uh, astute, very connected, with a lot of money and all that kind of stuff. And I won't mention her name, but we were talking about Trump. This is 2016, early, early 2016. And she said to me, she said, well, Trump's not a serious candidate. Okay. And, and she wasn't bashing him, but she just kind of went, yeah, right. Like a lot of people thought at that time, Trump, really? This reality TV star, really? This guy? And who knew? I mean, the rules that apply to every other person in the universe don't apply to Donald Trump. They never have. And that's why a lot of people like him. A lot of people like the fact that he's different. By the way, I'll talk about this a little bit later in the show. I had lunch with somebody who was a Trump hater. Didn't realize I was having lunch with a Trump hater the other day. Went out to lunch and started talking about other things. I don't like talking about politics when I'm off the air. And she uh, went on a rant about Trump. We'll get to that. Oh, that, those <laughs> kind of people. Yeah, well, it was interesting because, yeah, they're, they're – and I hate the term Trump derangement syndrome. I hate talking pointsy kind of phrases. But honestly, it was fascinating. So we'll talk about that and much more coming up on the Charlie James Show. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Common Sense Retirement text line is open and already I'm getting texts. <laughs> 71307, 71307. I'm Heidi Harris coming right back in for Charlie. Good afternoon. Always a privilege to be in for Charlie. He returns tomorrow. Got Brandon here, Stacy here. We're having a great time. Getting to the text line, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. Texter, Heidi, my husband, and I are so excited. We got a ticket to President Trump's town hall tomorrow. Woo, woo, lucky you. It's hard to get tickets to Trump events, partially because... Obviously, uh, you know, there many times they change venues or they announce these things very quickly. You know, he's coming to this town, boom, and there he is. And so it's difficult. So good for you if you got uh, tickets to see uh, Laura Ingram and uh, Trump. I think it's going to be a great event. Texter, um, let's see. Tricky Nikki remains to be ensconced in the establishment, by the establishment, once Trump is convicted. Yeah, okay. She will have the more delegates than anyone at this point. I don't, you know what? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what's going to happen. We know what happened in New York last week. I'm not going over that. I know Charlie's talked about it. I, I just don't know. We know it's a witch hunt. We get all of that. 
And I don't know if they're going to, you know, obviously this is not something they can put him in jail for, but there are the things they're trying to put him in jail for. And I don't know what will happen. And anyone who tells you they do is no wrong. You have no idea. Yeah, it's Nobody it's knows. Ridiculous. You know, like the whole thing going on with Georgia. Now that that DA or the special DA prosecutor or whatever, she has to yeah. be recused, most likely is going to be recused from it. There's talks that, that that case is going to fall apart. And there's a lot of evidence that says it's going to fall apart now because of that, because – it all is starting to show that it could be politically driven, which, like he said, it has been politically driven. Could be. So could there be. Is that, that, those, they're starting to show signs that that really is a possibility. Could be. Could be politically driven. Are you sure? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> By the way, uh, I'm going to get to this later in the show. Interesting column the other day in uh, ABC News. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Associated Press, about Fonnie Willis and how picking on her is an attack on black women. Oh, okay. God. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. I promise. I'm not going to miss that one. And now there's talk of some kind of boycott. The truckers uh, are, some truckers are saying they're going to boycott New York City. And I'm reading, some people are saying it's Delon. Some people are saying the main guy uh, backed off. I don't know what's going to happen. But here's my thought on this as somebody who's, I'm, I'm not a trucker, never have been a trucker. One of my best friends is, though. But many times you don't own the truck. You know, if you're a trucker, you work for a company and you don't get to decide where that cargo goes. So I'm not sure how that's going to work. If you have a truck and you're the one who paid $500,000 or whatever they cost now for a truck, I get it. You can decide I'm not going to haul this or that to New York City. And that would be funny, wouldn't it? Because literally, if just some people are saying if 10% of the things didn't come in, can you imagine what New York City would do? Any, any, I don't care, name any place in the world, certainly in the country, Everything you eat comes by truck. If you eat it, drive it, or wear it, it comes by truck. Everybody knows that. God bless truckers. And uh, I don't know if they're going to try to boycott or not. No idea. I'm seeing all kinds of reports on the news, some that it's on, some that it's, you know, their people are backing off. So I don't know. But basically, people are upset about what they're seeing with Trump. They're tired of what happened in New York City. They're tired of all these examples of being made of Trump. And by by the way, speaking of uh, Trump, how about those Trump sneakers? You see those, Brandon? Those what three hundred ninety nine dollar? Oh, oh no! Was no. it red, white, blue, and gold? Okay, here's here's the thing. By the way, this is uh, I did my show last night in St. Louis. I did the morning show in St. Louis, and I'm here now, which is fun. Um, so I talked about this this morning. So let me uh, show you. <laughs> this is funny. Now this is some freaky looking shoes. Okay, now that's wrong. I think they're very cool. Meaning freaky, like I would, you know, I, I no, actually I wouldn't because Cassie would kill me if I spent $399 on shoes. They're called okay. the Trump Hawks. Hmm. Too late. Too late for $399, my friend. They all sold out immediately. Now, for those who don't understand what we're talking about, Trump, uh, Trump went to SneakerCon last week. <laughs> and SneakerCon, the, the sneaker world is something I know nothing about. But my understanding is there's a huge amount of money to be made with uh, classic tennis shoes and rare tennis shoes and old Air Jordans and things like that. And I used to have a producer who worked for, at one time, one of those sneaker stores in the mall. Mm -hmm. So he got a big discount on all the sneakers. And he bought tons of very, um, I don't know what do you call it, unusual or collectible certain kinds of shoes. And he's got them in rooms in his house. Okay, I, mean, okay. I, have to, I have to interject on this one. Okay. Why? Would you spend exuberant amounts of money on shoes to never wear them? That that, because, that no, no, boggles no, no, my, my mind. You sell them. This is my point. There's a huge, and I didn't know this either. There's a huge market 
huge market for people who buy collectible shoes. I don't get it, okay? I'm not going to buy shoes I'm not going to wear. But these collectible sneakers are a huge deal. I didn't know it either until I worked with him. And I went, huh? This is a thing? And it is a thing. That's why they had SneakerCon. So what I love is that Trump shows up at SneakerCon, clearly planning to do this. Obviously, it takes some time to plan a shoe and create a shoe and all that kind of stuff, right? He apparently had a 1,000 shoes online all sold out. So now listen to this. So you missed the three ninety nine shoe, my friend. Okay, mm-hmm. now they're on eBay. Okay, I'm looking at the prices right now. Okay, now the gold ones, which I happen to think are gorgeous, are right, the gold shoes, mm-hmm. are going for anywhere from twenty five hundred and up. Good <laughs> lord! Good night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think they're beautiful, but I guess it probably would depend on what uh, you know, what size you wore and this and that. Uh, <laughs> you ninety five. Yeah, 9,500, 47,000, there's a pair on, a 47,000. Get the checkbook dollars. ready. What? Get the checkbook ready. <laughs> no, I, I think it's great. Now, even the ones that are the red ones, which I think are better looking. Well, I mean, I like the gold ones, but mm-hmm. the red ones are pretty. They're going for almost 400 bucks, which is a lot, like four times what they were going for online. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't make that many. But I think it's genius that Trump did this. It's absolutely genius. He shows up. Not only does he show up at SneakerCon, he's like, ta-da, look at me. I've got a gold shoe. Because remember, this is a guy with gold sinks and gold toilets and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So he's into that. I love it. I love that he did this. It's fantastic. And now, of course, it depends on whether you want to wear them, to your point, whether you're going to wear them or just hang on to them. And I don't know. I mean, certain sizes may be more valuable than others. Here's a size 10 and a half going for $2,000, size 12 for $3,200. See, I'm a size 14, <laughs> oh, so okay. I can only fathom the price of those for me. Yeah, good point, because you're a bigger guy. So, yeah, it's uh, I think it's genius that Trump did this. And it just goes to show the power of Trump, that people still are anxious to buy his stuff, vote for him, show up to his events. I mean, it's unlike anything we've ever seen politically, ever. And that's what's so fascinating to me about it. But, yeah, the Trump sneakers, my gosh, sold out very, very quickly. And I think they're beautiful. I, I'd buy them, but I'm not paying 400 bucks for a pair of shoes. And I'm not paying 4000 or 45000 That's not happening. <laughs> I'm not quite like that. Yeah, it's a little bit strange for sure. All right, much more to come on the Charlie James Show. I'm Heidi Harris. You can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line always open. 71307. I'll get back to that coming up. 71. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie James. Got Brandon here with me and Stacey Bartro. By the way, Stacey, you got a nice comment on the text line for you. I'm going to try to read this without crying, okay? It is. Love the new girl. Well, not that you're the new girl. We're kind of the new girl. Love the new girl who's giving the news right now and the fact that she got emotional about that small child in the fire. That touches my heart. Mm. Yep.
beautiful little girl. Yeah, I heard about the new. I heard about it this this afternoon uh, on the local news and news and breaks my absolutely breaks my heart what she has the family's enduring right now and hopes and thoughts. Three three little girls. Yep. And, oh my gosh, I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Stacy. These are the hard ones, guys. They really are a beautiful little girl. Saw some pictures of her online. And, you know, I can't imagine um, a situation. I don't want to bring everybody, make everybody sad. But, you know, sometimes you have to be sad about things that are happening. So we'll keep praying for Miss Sadie. And hopefully she has a big turnaround. You know, kids are Kids are amazing. Kids can go through things that adults can never survive and, and make it through because their their little bodies are strong and they're, you know, they 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 heal, you know, more quickly than adults do in a lot of situations. So we'll just have to pray for that. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to hold it together here. All right. I mean, as much as I, I kind of remind myself of a CNN enemy. You know what a sea anemone is, right? You know the thing with, or it's not a sea anemone. I said it wrong. Sea urchin. You sea know what urchin, a sea yeah, urchin the, is? The, 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 ten, the tentacles thing. Right. It's I've got like the. I've spines. got this. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, the spines on the outside. But if you turn me over, I'm like a mush. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I just I get very sensitive to these kinds of things. So, uh, speaking of, by the way, Brandon. Yes. Father of three. Uh, now you, I know we had talked in the past about you recovering from your heart attack, and uh, we talked extensively about that. And you were supposed to put off strenuous activity, yet, yep, yet your wife is pregnant again. Did the doctor yes. allow that? I'm just saying. So, all right, so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was, of course, medically cleared. Um, oh, really? You have yes. to be medically cleared for that? Oh, that's funny. yes, because you got to make sure your heart is strong enough for um, adult activities. Okay, let's keep this clean. Yes. All right, buddy. We have children listening. Okay, and, um, yes, my wife and my girls are actually listening right now. <laughs> um, so everybody knows here uh, I had a massive heart attack that we actually uh, have been classified as I had a Widowmaker um, mm-hmm. in July of last year. And it's been a long recovery. I'm still recovering to this day. Um, I'm getting better every day, and I still have my ups and my downs, unfortunately. And uh, from what – all I've read and been told is going to take about two years to, quote, wow. fully recover. But no one ever fully recovers from a Widowmaker because your life is forever changed. Yeah, you've well, got to make different decisions. Let me go back to the yeah. medical clearance. So I'm not I'm not trying to be crude or anything like that. So when you go to a doctor, doctor, I didn't know this, you have to have the doctor say, you know, you can pick up more than 10 pounds. Yes. Or you can drive a car. Yep. Or you can. You can perform adult else. activities. Okay. I so. Never thought about that. Makes yeah, because, you know, um, there are people <laughs> whose hearts are so severely damaged that they can't um, ha- have um, relations with their okay. significant other. And, and, and it's a very real uh, and it's sad, wow. but, you know, it's a tr- it's a true fact. Makes sense. I had never thought about it. but I guess So Cassie and I, before this heart attack, we had said we were going to wait about two years until Holden was going to um, turn him two years old, and then we were going to start trying. So we did start trying, and then um, it just nothing was really going our way. So, you know, it's kind of what happens. You stress about it, and nothing – it always causes issues. Well – Oh, isn't, isn't that isn't that the, one of the funniest movies ever? Have you ever seen the movie with Kevin Bacon called She's Having a Baby? No. Okay. 
I'm going to make this brief because it's hilarious. They're trying to get pregnant, and at one point, she literally has the thermometer in her mouth, and she's calling her husband in from the garage where he's working on the car, yeah. going, right now! And he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you no, know, right now! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm cleaning that up. It was a little bit, that's not a graphic scene, but it's hilarious. But people who have suffered from infertility, I know you guys have not, but people who have understand that. But literally, he's working on the car. Got to drop what you're doing right now. If you ever get a chance to see it, it's called She's Having a Baby, and it's actually very funny. Anyway, go ahead. So um, then, of course, then you know, we made the decision early on, 2023, we were going to try one more time to expand our family. Well, then, you know, July happened, so it was put on hold. And um, then uh, around Thanksgiving, maybe before Thanksgiving time, we started back on trying again just to see if God was going to grant us that opportunity. Well, mm-hmm. one of... Um, the symptoms of it was that uh, your belly hurts just randomly out of the blue, and um, women's Who's breasts. belly? Cassie's. Yours or Cassie's? Cassie's. Okay. And Got women's it. breasts also get more tender. Okay. Do we need to talk about all this? So anyway, she um, <laughs> she went and took a pregnancy test on Christmas morning and wrapped it up, and gave me the gift in a little box and said, "Here you go." And, um, of course, I didn't think, you know, it was not the best today because Addison, Eastland, and Holden kind of were going back and forth with each other. And oh. when the girls are bickering back and forth, we get really agitated with them doing that real fast. And Obviously. Eastland didn't get what she wanted from Santa Claus, so she threw a temper tantrum and didn't really care about any of her other presents. Oh. So that kind of got us upset, too. Well, <laughs> I went upstairs because Cassie went upstairs for a little while. I was like, what's going on? And... She goes, here you go. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I opened it up, and I go, wait, what? And Aww. she gave me that look, that little, like, half smile, half cry look. She's like, yep. And I'm like, oh, my God. Are you serious? She's like, yes. And I started crying because, you know, we never That's thought I was, we were going to be able to expand again just because of what had happened to me. Well, you didn't know me. if you were going to live for yep. a while there. We, we, we talked about this in the past, but you didn't know if you were going to survive this. And yep. to be able to survive it, to be able to get back to your life, get back to work, get back to your family, and then to be able to have that fourth child, which you guys, and you told me this last year, you guys were, were going to try to have one yep. more child before this whole thing happened. So um, I, I love it. I love it that she's uh, going to have another baby. And yep. would you like to announce the sex of this child? Yep. So Cassie today is 15 weeks pregnant. Woo-hoo. Um, and um, last week we made the announcement to my mother that we are pregnant. She is beyond thrilled and excited. Um, so we started making the announcements to everybody. Well, last night, because today is my mother-in-law's birthday, so we went over to her house with the girls, and with the help of my brother and sister-in-law, who already knew, um, we uh, had re- we started recording um, to announce. And we had not told our girls yet. Well, um, our my mother-in-law's reaction was the reaction we knew it was going to happen. It was kind of like, "Are you serious?" kind of reaction. Yeah. So you know, um, she's she's angry at first, but then she's going to be really excited. Why she is has, she angry? We ha- we have never figured that out. She she. Starts out kind of angry, and then within, like, um, a few weeks, she is excited beyond Why imaginable. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's hard to describe with her. Okay. Well, well so then we um, we asked uh, our girls to look at the picture, and they could not for the likes of – so, Heidi, the video I have is seven and a half minutes of us telling my mother-in-law and my girls that we were expecting, and it took – 
forever for not only for me and but Cassie and my sister-in-law to kind of say, well, what did you get for your birthday, Addison? Because Addison's birthday is February 10th. So then um, Cassie goes, well, let me spell it out for you. And she spelled out B-A-B-Y. Eastland, my middle child, goes, baby. And they're like, yeah, what is mommy having? And they go, a baby? And they were beyond excited. So Addison said, well, mommy and daddy are not going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. So well, that, that's good because she's the yeah, oldest. She's and that'll the, be nice for Cassie to be able to take a shower and yep. hand the baby to somebody else. Yep. So we're, you know, that was exciting. Well, exciting. Um, you know, Cassie and I secretly have been wanting a boy. We had our fingers and toes crossed. Yeah, and you've got three girls, so you might want a boy. We get it. We yep. understand that. And my mom was secretly wanted a boy. And so we started thinking it was a boy. Well, I can tell you this past week, I had the same reoccurring dream. We were having a girl. And Cassie's like, don't say that. It's going to be a boy. It's going to be a boy. And I said, well, you're starting to have – I said this two day, three days ago. I said, you're starting to have the mannerisms that, you're, that you have with Holden and Eastland. I think you're having a girl. And she's like, no, I'm having a boy. I know it's a boy because of this, 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 and this. And I'm like, I would not be surprised if it's a girl. Well, we took the genetic testing, which, you know, tells if you have any genetic deformities and conditions, that kind of stuff. And um, it had wait, we waited and waited and waited to get the results. They said seven to 14 days – and um, last Thursday, well, Thursday was day seven, something, and he should come any time. And so we kind of prepared. Didn't come on Thursday. Didn't come on Friday. So I'm like, it probably is not going to come until probably Wednesday of this coming week. And um, we went to a friend's birthday party for their four-year-old son. Yeah, and, you got to get to it. The texters yeah. are going, what are you doing? You're dragging this out. Go. We got to take a break. Go. So they, they <laughs> got, we got the results Saturday night. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm having yes. a girl, number yes. four. Okay. And her Boy, name is her. going to be Aspen Reese Keeler. I love the name. Thank you. I love the names you pick for your children. That is, that is so exciting. I, I'm thrilled for you, and I'm <laughs> thrilled, more importantly, that you're alive and that you can, you know, go about your life to a large extent because for a while there we weren't sure you were going to make it. So yep. congratulations Thank to you. the Keeler family. Congratulations to the Keeler older girls who are going to have a little sister. So exciting. All right, got to take a quick break. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Always a privilege sitting for the great Charlie James. Text line's always open. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307, 71307. And the GS Plumbing Talk line 800-905-0989. Texters are congratulating you, Brandon. One says, I have three boys. It's so, so much easier to have children of the same sex. When you have children, I promise you, it does make it easier. Uh, congratulations, Texter said. Only God makes children a gift best wishes that yeah thank you everybody fun. that's really cool and it is you know it is somewhat easier and very exciting to uh, to add to your family i see when i when i was a little kid my brother's only two and a half years younger than i am uh-huh. so i don't remember anything about you know anticipating a baby in fact i was pretty ticked off that he showed up <laughs> and that, <laughs> so and that hasn't changed oh yeah i was not happy um they have video of me walking into the you know house and seeing him there and going Ugh! And walking away, I was not happy. I thought everything was fine with me, mom, and dad. I was good with that. <laughs> <laughs> Just the three of us. I'm like, yeah, this is perfect. So anyway, that's a whole long story. We've had our ups and downs as brother and sister. We have a lot of similar qualities, good and bad. Let's put it that way, okay? 
Uh, but in, in a lot of, and there's always sibling rivalry. Sometimes, you know, kids are the best of friends when they're siblings. Sometimes they're not. Uh, it's just part of life. But uh, I think siblings are, it's interesting. Not that you can't be an only child and be a great person because I know some people who are only children. A lot of people say, oh, they're so selfish. They're not. Depends on how they're raised. Depends on how you treat them. Yep. But when you have brothers and sisters and people you have to negotiate with, right, on a daily basis, it certainly, I think, sets you up in different ways for life, right? You have to you have to make it work. You have to consider someone else's point of view every day of your life. You just have to. Yep. You know? I remember when I was out when I have a friend who's got five kids, and when I was out with one of her kids one day, who was about 10 at the time, and somebody walked up, and she was just a great kid. And I, someone said, oh, is this your daughter? I said, no, I'd like to take credit for her. I said, but I can't. I said, but she's one of five. And it, she said the most insightful thing. And she said, well, you know, what is it like? This woman said, what is it like being one of five? She said, uh, five versions to the story. <laughs> 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 you know, kids just, they come out of nowhere with the most insightful thing sometimes, don't remember they? Remember that show called Kids Say the Random, no, it was the darndest things? Yes, yes. I mean, they do. I'll give you another quick example before we take a break here on the Charlie James Show. My aunt one time years ago was in the car with her grandson, who was about seven. Mm-hmm. And you know how it gets frustrating when you hit that red light again, you yes. hit the red light again? His perspective was totally different. They were the last car, so they had to wait for the light. And he, and you know what he said? What? He said, he said, Lindy. That's what they called her, Lindy. He said, Lindy, look, we're first again. Hey, that's a good outlook right there. That's what I'm saying. Kids say the most amazing things, don't they? I mean, they yes. humble us, they teach us things. So, congrats to Brandon and his growing family. Coming up, I love this column. Trump's questionable morality gets a pass from evangelical voters. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. And much more on The Charlie James Show. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James.